listening to this week's Lefevre CFC podcast. Connect with us via our website, lefevrecfc.com, or our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash lefevrecfc. We hope you enjoy this week's message. But we're talking about renewal, and um, so I want to wish you all a happy new year if I haven't done that. Some of you I literally did that on new, and when the clock struck 12, we were there together out at Tanunda, and we wished each other a happy new year, but I haven't wished you a happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, it's this time of the year, we make New Year's resolutions and we think about new things and we like to close the door maybe on 2023 and open a new door for 2024. Um, but as I'll share in a minute, I'm taking some things with me from 23 to 24 that I'd like to leave behind, but I don't have control over that, but I'll share a bit more about that in a minute. But um, I don't know if you've made a res- New Year's resolution and whether you've stuck to it, um, I've made some choices, and not just news resolutions, but some choices around my eating and my hab- and, and some things like that. But going to Port Elliot uh, is a really bad decision when you're trying to um, eat well, because Port Elliot Bakery is there, and even though you have to stand in line for half an hour in the rain to get to the bakery yesterday, um, their donut of the month um, was too tempting. So Sandra and I went half. I think I gave you more than half, but. We're debating over that. We didn't get them to cut it, but uh, there was a little bit of argument over who got more. Um, so we, did, we broke it for a day, um, but Port Elliot Bakery was um, on the agenda yesterday. We were down there to see Sandra's family. But donut of the day was a delight, chocolate delight, chocolate delight. Yeah, marvellous creation. It was just absolutely, it was delicious. Um, so, upon chocolate. And literally, that was my only sugar intake that I'd had since New Year's Day. Um, and prior to that, I've been dropping that out. But it's, this is not about my sugar intake, this message. It's all about renewal. Um, but some decisions that we make, and sometimes we stick to them, sometimes we don't. But wanting to talk about that for us, for you. But that, that my passion and desire for this year is that we are. We all do go through renewal. And I don't know what other words you could use for renewal. Refreshing, revival, revitalized. Uh, anyone got any, Sam, you're a wordsmith, aren't you? A poet, any other words? What's that? Regrow, being reborn, all these other things that we could tap in there. Uh, re- oh, there we go, there we go. Sam's going to be bringing re-words out for the rest of the, the, rest of the service and probably for the night as well. Um, but I unlocked a can of worms, did I, Sam? Um, but renewal. And for me, I need a renewal. Um, particularly in my eye. Physically, I need a renewal. And for those of you who don't know, I've got um, going through some treatment for my eye. I've actually got cancer in my eye and I've had my first round of chemo and the second round starts on Saturday. Um, So I got four cycles of that. And then in 10th of April, I'll go back to the specialist and find out what happens. So I'm desperately asking the Lord for renewal. Renew my eye, refresh my eye, change my eye. Um, But more than that... I know that that's possible, but more than my need for a renewal in my eye, I'm so conscious, and I've been so conscious of this over the last couple of months, that I need a renewal in my heart and a passion and my spirit and, and my walk with the Lord and the sense of Him in my life. I say, Lord, that's what I really need. And I, Lord, I want that hunger that and desire that I've got for renewal in my eye and the healing in my eye, Lord, to be the hunger and the desire and the passion that's in me towards you and to be refreshed and to be close to you, Lord. 
Because that's what I really need. That's what really changes life. That's what really takes us forward and moves us into that space. And I love this verse in Isaiah 43, verse 19. It says, Behold, I am making all things new. And that's a promise that I'm holding for my eye, but it's also a promise that I'm holding for you and for me and for us as a congregation, but that you can take hold of as well if you've got an area where you need something new that the Lord does make things new and he renews things and refreshes them and revitalizes them for us. And I need that spiritually more than I do physically. I love it physically, but I need it more spiritually. And I know that the Lord does do miracles. And we're going to pray for Robin at the end of the service because she's got an operation coming up linked in with our communion. But maybe there's others here as well where you're saying, I need a renewing in the physical. And we'll be praying for that. Um, and praying for physical needs as well. But God makes all things new. And maybe things have become normal for you, stayed for you. But I'm believing for us as a church also that the Lord is going to do a new thing. And that's what I'm really expecting. Lord, what is the new thing? What is the the renewing that you're going to do in us as a congregation, as a church, as a a church placed on the peninsula? Uh, We're placed here by purpose, by the Lord, for His work. Um, And what is that, Lord? What is the new thing for 2024? Not a new thing, but also being the old thing that we are. We're not going to do away with church and some of the things that we do, but Lord, what is the new thing in the context of that? And I loved that that picture that Sandra gave, and I was almost going to use it, but then she wanted to use it, so I'll let her have it. but of the tree, and then in the scriptures, there's this picture of an oak tree, and the Lord talks about this, making his church and his people oak trees of righteousness. An oak tree is old, and it's stayed, and it's strong, and it's tough, and it's got deep roots, but the only way that the oak tree continues to, to, to be is that it actually does continue to grow, and continue to have refreshing, and renewing, and drawing life out of the, the, the water, and to be it's strong and it's got, it's got its characteristics, but it's constantly being renewed. Year after year, there's growth. Some years fast, some years slow, sometimes there's some scars, but there's a renewing that takes place on that oak tree. And I believe that the Lord wants us to be, as individuals, but as a church, that oak tree here on the peninsula that is here, that is built, that has been around for a long time, but it continues to grow and continues Uh, to have new shoots and new life and new things taking place. So that's my passion for this year for us, but also for each one, um, for us individually, but also collectively. As I've been thinking about this, just a couple of thoughts that have really been impressed on me is that renewal requires discipline. And the discipline in that that the Lord is the source of our strength, that the Lord be the source of our strength and our renewing and our encouragement. That it's not coming from our strength and our renewing and or, or encouragement. It's not coming from an inner confidence in ourselves or a person or our ability or our bank balance or our own talents and gifting, but our source of strength, that we know that that comes from the Lord and that we would discipline ourselves to actually stay in that place. Lord, my source of strength comes from you. And I've had to be really disciplined in that for myself over this last couple of months with the medical stuff. Just saying, Lord, my strength comes from you. My strength comes from you. That's where I'm staying. <clears throat> king David, in, or he wasn't king at this point in time, but in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, um, David and his men went out to war and he had a bad day. And the passage tells us that 
that everything was, went bad for him and he's so made bad that his own men wanted to stone him and put him to death. And it says that he went and found strength in the Lord his God. Or he went and found encouragement in the Lord his God. Before he inquired of God what to do, before he responded to the, the leadership need that was before him, the, the, the life and death of the, and threats that were coming his way, before he did anything... He went and found strength in the Lord. Yeah, he was discouraged, but he went and found that strength first. Because why? The Lord was his source of strength. And then out of that source of strength, then a renewing took place in his spirit that allowed him to do and inquire of the Lord, well, what do I do now? Elijah, in 1, 1 Kings 19, there's a story there. It's just after the story where he's called down fire from heaven and done this great miracle and he gets a life, his life is threatened as well and he runs away and he just prays this prayer to God, God, I'm over it. He doesn't use that word, but he, he, he says, Lord, um, I want to die. Take my life. I'm done with this. I've had enough. So he's in a low place. He needs refreshing and renewing. And the Lord comes to him and gives him some real practical things. And I think these things are practical things for us. They're not so much spiritual things, they're very practical things. In this passage, as you read it, it says that Elijah had a sleep. You know, if we're mentally weary and needing refreshing and renewing, Lord, I need a sleep. Having good sleep habits helps us when we're mentally needing refreshing and renewing. And then it says that the angel of the Lord woke him up and told him to arise and eat. So he's had this great sleep and he says, get up and eat. And before him is this hot stones with this beautiful bread. Maybe it was my donut from um, Port Elliot right there. The Lord had given him that. I don't know. But there was something beautiful there for him with a glass of, I see nice cold water. Um, but there's a glass of water there. There's a jug of water there. And he says, eat and drink and then goes back to sleep. You know, to be in a position ourselves in a place of refreshing, if we're going through a time of struggle, then really, you know, there's some practical things. Having good sleep ha habits. It's good. Holiday time, it's okay to stay up late and watch some Netflix and do some things like that and get out of your normal routine. But in our normal routines, we need to, and when we're wanting that refreshing and to be close and to, to be moving forward, then we need to be getting good sleep, eating well, um, because bad eating habits can knock us really out of whack. So eating well um, and also drinking well. Sometimes too much alcohol. If alcohol is required to relax and to get some refreshing and to wash away the worries of the world, I think we're in a, in a very awkward place. So just having, having a drink when you're, you're socialising, but that, if a drink is becoming that dependent, I think we need to just watch what we're drinking as well. And um, yeah, watching the amount of sugar we intake as well. I'm on, a, I'm on a bit of a health kick too in the next little bit of time and believing it's life change. So, um, but having that discipline and then we see here in Isaiah 40 verse 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. That we allow the Lord, our hope is in the Lord, placing our strength in, getting our strength from him. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not go faint. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what we want. We want to be that as a church. We've been here for a while, a long time. Um, you've been in church for a long time, many of us. But I don't want to grow weary. I want to continue to rise on the wings of eagles. Continue to grow in 
and not grow weary, to continue to move forward and not be faint in the things of God and his plans and his purposes and his work in me and through us. Another one is to re- uh, renewal will require a mind shift. Renewing and change always requires a change of thinking. It doesn't just happen by accident, but a, a change of thinking. In Romans 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will know, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. I love that word transformed there. I didn't realize this until I was just preparing for, the, for this message and looking at that passage again. But that word transformed, it's only used one other, or it's used one, one spot in the Gospels. And the spot where it's actually used is the spot where, of the Mount Transfiguration where Jesus shines this glory out of him. And the sense that I get here as you read that and think, like, link those two words together is the idea is that, that this transformation that happens by the renewing of our mind, it's not just a normal switching of our old rules of laws and regulations to some new moral rules and regulations, but it's a glorious transformation and change that takes place. Something spiritual, something amazing that takes place, which we get when we get to heaven to be in that fullness of the glory, but we get a glimpse of that here and now. That Jesus was there on that mountain and he shone this glory that came out of him. And that somehow, through the renewing of our mind and the born again, being born again and being joined to Christ, we get caught up in that glorious transformation in our lives. I want more of that. I want more of that glorious transformation of Jesus in me. That maybe even my face might get to shine sometimes, a little bit like Moses did when he met with the Lord and how Jesus did there, that there would just be that sense of the spiritual transformation of Christ in our life. That it would be such a, a renewing in and through us as we have a mind change. And that mind shift, and I know I shared, oh, sometime last year I talked about having spiritual amnesia and I've shared it a couple of times in a few other spots but I can't remember the date when I shared it here but just having that idea of amnesia but this renewing of our mind what would our mind be like if we never forgot the presence the power and the promises of God if that our mind was shifted to that place that we were always conscious and aware of the presence of God no matter what's going on man life would be a bit different We were constantly reminding ourselves of the promises of God. And I've had to do that with my eye of reminding myself. Promises of God to heal. And you you do that. Um, But I'm being intentional about it now, but I'm not always that, that intentional. Sometimes I'm sloppy in this area. I forget the promises. I don't hold on to the promises. But what would my mind be like if it was saturated continually with the promises of God? and an awareness of God's power to bring about change in us. Because when we know and we're consciously aware of the presence, power, and the promises of God, then, you know, we become confident people. Courage rises, stability comes, and hope continues to rise deep within us. So having that mind shift from the things around us and the patterns of this world to a mind that is locked in on and never forgets the presence the power and the promise of Christ and that 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 would bring about a renewal and a sense of this glorious spiritual transformation that is promised to us 
But it's not something that happens through a changing of a list of rules to another list of rules. It comes by this supernatural impartation from the Lord himself to transform us. I want more of that. Hallelujah. In Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2, and then we'll read the rest, a bit more of the psalm in a minute. It says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. Sorry, my soul. All my innermost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Forget not his benefits. The mind, shifting our mind. I'll praise you, but I won't forget his benefits. And then it goes on. Who forgives all, my, all your sins, heals all your diseases, hallelujah, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth will re- is renewed like the eagles. So you see there, there's also that mind shift, that change that's happening. And remind, remembering the benefits, there's a list of benefits and there's this renewed energy and life that takes place when we remember the things that the Lord has done for us. Renewal, finally, renewal by praying in the Holy Spirit. That I, I'm, as I was preparing this morning again, I just was challenged at this point to really say, I'm committing myself to 10 days of 10 minutes of praying in, in tongues. Um, you may want to do 30 days and 30 minutes or you work out what number you want. I'm doing 10 and 10 because it, like, it just sort of matches. But 10 minutes of praying in tongues... Uh, for, for 10 days and just saying, Lord, I want that spiritual renewal. There's something powerful when I engage with that spiritual prayer language. Paul said, I'm thankful that I pray in tongues more than all of you. And he wasn't saying that to be arrogant, but he was saying that to inspire the people to say, you think you're doing a lot, but keep on going. And the great apostle Paul, he needed to pray in tongues regularly. So it produces something in us. So I'd love for you to Take the time and take that challenge for the next 10 days. Put aside 10 minutes where you don't pray about all other things, just praying in the Spirit if you've got that spiritual prayer language. If you don't and you want us to pray with you, love to pray with you for that, the, the gift of speaking in tongues. Jude 1 verse 20 to 21 says, But you, dear friends, you build yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, the building up, is linked there to the, the praying in the Holy Spirit. Encourage us to, to, to dedicate some time. Say, Lord, I'm going to do this, to pray in the Holy Spirit, to use that gift of tongues that the Lord has given me. And that keeps it keeping, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to it, eternal life. So there's this praying in tongues that builds us up. If you haven't been, you don't pray in tongues, love to, to pray with you and believe for that gift to come your way. Or if it's gone dry and you say, no, I haven't done it for a long time, I'd love for someone to sit with me and pray with me, love to pray with you for the gift of tongues and to, um, to pray, pray that through with you. So we're talking about renewal and being renewed. What are you expecting for 2024? I'm believing for new things. A renewing, a refreshing expecting something exciting to take place and saying, Lord, you know, renew in me more than my physical being. I know that that'll, I'm believing for that to come, but I need a renewal of spirit and of heart and of passion and fire for you, Lord. That's what I want. I want you to breathe, as we sang, on the coals of my heart and get this fire happening again so it goes and it's ablaze.